Well, 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 well. Welcome to A Coach's Perspective. I'm your host, Jenny Hopkins, and I am so excited to, to be here tonight. I've got a very exciting show. Of course, before I get to, to that, I, I want to continue to show support to Art Haynes and his family and, and express our deep concern. Um, we just think the absolute world of him, and um, he's been on our mind and our hearts, and uh, we appreciate his friendship so very much. I know that he's going to get through this because I know Art Haynes is tough. I know Art Haynes is stubborn. Um, and I know that he is, uh, he covers sports for a reason. He's very competitive. And so keep fighting, my friends. We are all on team art and, and we're going to continue to think about you. Um, so this show is presented to you by Great Southern Bank. They're our presenting sponsor. And Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience. With nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs and mobile and online banking services, you're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com. Other sponsors we're grateful for and handpicked Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. So before we get to our guest that's in the studio, we're going to recap a little bit about last week, which is kind of a tie-in to tonight's show and next week's show. Um, last week, um, we featured the Era of Excellence Award winners from the Springfield Area Sports Hall of Fame. We had representatives here from Greenwood Laboratory School Football. Coach Paul Mullins was here. Jim Ferguson was here. Alan Rosen and Steve Harmon. They all joined us and talked about building a culture. And that was kind of the secret of Coach Mullins' success is he didn't just coach a team. He coached a program, and he developed a culture within the community to try and help with that success. And he was he was definitely um, wonderful at it. So congratulations to the Greenwood Laboratory School Football Mullins era for their Era of Excellence Award at the Springfield Hall of Fame banquet last night. If you want to listen to that show, you can go to the website, acoachesperspective.com. It's under previous shows, or you can go to Apple iTunes, Spotify, Verbal, Helium, Satellite, Radio, all under A Coach's Perspective. But what a celebration we had last night. We celebrated the induction of individuals and the era of excellence, the individuals that went in, Dan Cashel, jury administrator, Jim Wynn, baseball player, Courtney Frericks, an Olympic track medalist, Jack Jewsberry, a professional soccer player, Dr. Brian Mahaffey in sports medicine, and then also a baseball player. And then this other gentleman, this other gentleman that we have here in the studio tonight, Daryl Smith. We're going to call you Smitty, though, the rest of the way, just like everybody else does. Uh, a boxing champion in his own right, and now um, you, you run the uh, Smitty's Midwest Boxing Gym, and we're so happy to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jenny, and I'm glad to be here. Uh, it's always a pleasure. I'm I'm normally on with Ned, and I've been on with you a few times. And You're going to have more fun. Yeah, than I, I think I'll have I'm going I'm to tell him that tonight <laughs> if I see him. <laughs> but I, uh, it's always Ned. a pleasure coming here. You guys give us so much love, and it's really, really appreciated. Because, uh, you know, my goal is not me. It's to get those kids recognized and let them have their moment on the stage. Well, and I, I do appreciate that about you. And, and we will talk a little bit about your kids, um, you know, later in the show and what you do for the youth. But however uncomfortable it is, we're going to talk about you first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about you and your path to becoming a Hall of Famer. And I think it is a wonderful path. Everybody that is listening, this is a great story um, you are going to be able to be inspired, you're going to be motivated, uplifted, and I think you're going to relate to a lot of, um, I guess, the, the stops along the way to get to where you were for your Hall of Fame induction last night. Um, 
you know, you also have your son Israel here, so we might be bringing him into the conversation here and there. But um, first question for you, Israel, what did you think? Your dad went into the Hall of Fame last night. What did you think about that? Yeah, uh, first off, I'm very proud of him, and I think he did a great job up there. And I get to see firsthand all the work that he does with the kids and all the work he does for our community. Isn't that, that is exciting. That is exciting. And, and just, Dad, we, we do have this recorded. So he said okay. something really nice about you. We better, we could play that on loop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you like. <laughs> and how did you think he did on his speech? I think he did very well. Excellent. Thanks. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> and your speech was a little bit different last night because you let Ned Reynolds interview you, who always yes, does a fantastic yeah. job. Um, and I think that was a that was definitely a, a different angle of, of a speech, and I liked that a lot. Well, you know, I've been to several Hall of Fames uh, to watch and 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 you know support other people, and I I I know a lot of times it, it can start dragging on a little bit, and people get tired, uh, and they need to stand up and take a break. So I kind of thought doing it with Ned would give it a little bit more upbeat and get get the juices flowing and. Yeah. Me and Ned always have fun on the mic together. He's been interviewing me since I was like five years old. <laughs> well, that's pretty great. Well, you also had a lot of support there last night. Tell us yes. a little bit about some of the guests that you brought with you. Yeah, I brought uh, Merciless Ray Mercer, the former heavyweight champion of the world and Olympic gold medalist. Uh, I brought Sterling Macer Jr., a former uh, student at Kickapoo and a Razorback football player who is also the co-star in the new movie uh, Where the Crawdads Sing, which is just blowing up all across the nation. You want me to give my uh, compliments? Yeah, I tell you, I've read the yeah. book, and I watched the movie, and before I even met him last night, I'd had the conversation with my daughter, who is um, a great movie critic, and we watched the movie together, and we talked about how well cast it was, but she loved his performance, and so did I. He just nailed it. He, he did a wonderful job. He's a great job. actor, and, and things are really blowing up for him. He's already been in several movies uh, throughout the years, but uh, he, he's really blowing up now, and I'm very proud of him, too. Uh, I also had Lauren Cook there of the Cook Company, a very good friend of mine, very well known about sports. Yes, uh, and they're our presenting sponsor yeah. for the Springfield Area yeah, Sports and he's mo- He sponsors one of my sponsors at the gym, and I, I have a Steve Garner from Garner Bauer and Strong Law Firm, another good supporter uh darren bridges and uh joe mcdonald from src they've been beautiful supporters of smitty's midwest boxing gym along with hodo the heart of the ozarks or toma club which you know is very dear to my heart because i'm a member Mm -hmm. but when i was a kid at hillcrest i was the 1982 recipient of the youth of the year award which is a four-year scholarship to smsu i'm gonna tell my age that's right which of course of course is now msu and and and, uh you know that they're just dear to my heart the chili cook-off everything they do i I love it and i know it's all for good kids and to help them grow in advance and have some place to go and learn good things i think i think uh, i want to go back to that um you know boys and girls club you know youth of the year you know you grew up right here in springfield Tell us a little bit about what the Boys and Girls Club did for you um, as an, an organization. Well, you know, growing up, I went to Pipkin. Uh, I went to Hillcrest. Uh, went to Weller. Uh, back in those days, and, and, I, and I guess now, too, especially with the way the economy is, but a lot of times both parents were working. I had great parents. Uh, 
my mom and dad always we always had a little farm somewhere raised hogs and chickens and but we also had a barbecue restaurant actually my mom owned crosstown before it was crosstown and i was no more than three or four and i remember standing in the door playing in that door and Jess and then jesse's dad took it over and of course steve has it now yes but we also had a restaurant called Mama Nettie Southern Style Barbecue here in town. And, uh, you know, I, I love Springfield. I, I grew up around a lot of people that were mentors to me. Uh, Bill Henderson, the director of the Boys Club, the Henderson Unit. Uh, Tom Huff, uh, Larry Long, uh, and I could go on. These, these guys, they, they took it to heart to mentor kids at that boys club and i'm happy it went on to be the boys and girls club to be honest because i remember when there was only a girls club over on uh right right off of division street there uh it is nice that they have merged and you know and when you were at hillcrest you know i feel like that's such a pivotal time and your friend tony king was there last oh god yes tony tony sky king i just amazing basketball player in high school uh 45 points one night, Hillcrest against Central. Central still won. I remember going up going, man, you lost. He said, I did my part. <laughs> I will never forget that. Uh, uh, it just, he went on to play for Drury, and, of course, his uh, high school coach, Brian, uh, Gary Stanfield, went on to coach at uh, Drury also. That's right. uh, I, of course, I went into the 82nd Airborne Division after – I did about a year and a half at SMSU, and, and sure. yeah, I, I just kind of wanted, at back in those days, I kind of wanted to get out of Springfield and, and see the world, but I, I've i always loved Springfieldians and, and the way they are to people and the way they accept people and, and, and the way they help people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got more organizations helping people than any place, and I've been a lot of places in my right. life. God's, right. God's blessed me, a lot of countries. I know what poverty really looks like without a welfare system and without a clothing closet or a food closet from a church. You just get the scraps that's left over. I've seen that up close and personal. So it it makes me respect Springfield more. And after I got injured, you know, I, I when I realized I was going to have to give up my railroad job because they thought I wasn't going to be able to walk again, but I did by the grace of God, and, and my injuries healed better. Uh, and stubbornness, you know. Yeah, stubbornness. Competitiveness. <laughs> and I came back home, you know. Right. I came back home. I felt like this was a place I could take care of my family until I got things back on track, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And then, lo and behold, now what I really loved about the boys' club back in those days, now I'm doing out of my gym. Yes, you are. And that's what I wanted to do. Well, and I, I think that it's it's pretty incredible. I mean, it's Midwest, um, you know, it's Smitty's Midwest Boxing but and Youth Center, and I want yeah. to focus on the Youth Center. We're going to talk a little bit about that um, later in the show, and we're going to take our first break. But I, when we come back, I want to talk about the sport of boxing a little okay. bit. I want to talk about what you love about it, and uh, we're, we're going to – I've got some great questions for you. You're, we're going to break this sport down. <laughs> I'm going to get KO'd. I see it coming. <laughs> That's I right. I see it Better coming. be ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Great Southern Bank, for being our presenting sponsor. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Smitty, Daryl Smith, Hall of Famer, right here on A Coach's Perspective. 
Dairy. Highland Dairy is owned by dairy farmers, and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact from scientific studies, professional dietitians, the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And Highland Dairy has the best tasting chocolate. They're a proud sponsor of A Coach's Perspective, and we're very grateful for Greg Stevenson and all of his teammates over at Highland Dairy. Thank you so much for being on board with us. We are back with Daryl Smitty-Smith. Um, Smitty, you have been uh, inducted into the Springfield Area Sports Hall of Fame. What a wonderful night it was last night. And I want to talk a little bit about the sport of boxing um, in this segment. I want to kind of peek inside your brain a little bit because um, the sport of boxing, I want to know first off what you love about it. And then I have specific questions for you. Well, mo- mostly what I love about it is is the way it develops young kids that get involved and the disciplinary aspects of it. And, you know, I use them both along with my background and my military training and my police training, which I, you know, right. done. And I worked at BNSF Railroad as well. But I, uh, I like to combine it. Uh, boxing brings you so much knowledge about keeping your body in shape and your mind in shape and being in sync and giving you rhythm and timing with your body boxing develops a lot of rhythm and timing for a human being uh when they're working out when they're just it makes you think even when you're not boxing right and if you look in sports illustrated magazine the number one sports workout over the last 75 years for cardio workout has been boxing so the experts are saying it's the best. I ain't Coach Smitty saying it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound biased. But, it, you know, I, I, I like what it did for me. I like what it did for tons of kids around the Springfield area. Uh, boxing has a deep history here in Springfield. It goes way back to the 50s, maybe even the 40s. I do know about the 50s and 60s because 70s and 80s. Sure. Because uh, Jim McManus, I got a lot of his uh, old newspaper articles and clippings and stuff. And uh, I, I go through them whenever I got some time off and I read up. And I, and I did that when I was a kid also. Right. So, it, you know, it is a great sport and it's been very good. So you have the military experience, you have the law enforcement, you have two college degrees. Um, you know, you have you've done so many things in your life. Um, it's almost it's amazing young you are because you, you have done so many things in your life um i think this is interesting you, you've done 110 static line jumps that's incredible and it, for those people that don't know what static line jumps are that's 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 the uh, uh basically your combat jumps your your 82nd airborne division jumps where you jump full combat equipment uh rucksack uh, m16 a2 or Whichever weapon the military is using now, or your nine millimeter, and uh, you get you may jump eight hundred feet or below, and you you want to get down to the ground as quickly as possible so you don't get shot. Yeah, uh, yes. So those jumps are intended for serious military training to go to combat. Uh, I've done several, well over three hundred skydiving jumps. So, uh, my but goodness. my static line jumps, you know, that's your military training. Uh, Jumping out of helicopters, jumping out of airplanes, uh, uh, getting on the ground, getting your weapon in order, and getting ready to rock and roll. Eighty uh, second Airborne Division, all Americans, eighteen hours anywhere in the world, set up ready to fight and win. Mm-hmm. That was the life I lived for quite a while. And I can see that men- that mentality paralleling um, inside the ring as well. Um, and Israel has a question that he wants to ask you. 
do your head in your first airplane jump when you join the 82nd Airborne Division? I hope God remembers me. <laughs> I had a Bible in every cargo pocket. I even had on a Catholic uh, cross with the beads. I I will never forget uh, those doors opening up and that wind coming down that aisle and realizing this is the real deal. I'm, we're going to do this. But and, that's the thing. I mean, you yeah. you have to jump. You have to go. And after a while, you didn't think about it. It was just what you what you have to do. So how did you carry that mentality over into the boxing ring um, to give yourself to a sport that is so physical and demanding? Um, you know, that mentality has to parallel each other. It, it does. I mean, you know, I even when I was a cop, I used to always say, you know, uh, most cops got to have a little cowboy in them anyway, <laughs> you know, and I believe that. Uh, but, you know, a strong body, a strong mind and vice versa. Uh, I'm a strong believer in that. Uh, I was raised by Lemuel L. Smith, also known as Smitty, uh, you know, for combat tours in Nam and and. He, he he was a disciplinary, but he was a good dad. He, I don't even think he ever gave me a spanking, if I remember, but once or twice, uh, he had a way of talking to you and, and making you feel this low to the ground. But right. you know, it, it, it boxing builds great self esteem, and and when you accomplish hitting the speed bag, uh, fancy jump rope, uh, hitting that heavy bag, and you know. It's building inner confidence as you take the steps and get better. The the basic fundamentals of boxing, proper stance, proper punch placement, you know, learning how to breathe. It, the strategy it really, of the game. It, it mentally changes you, uh, and it gives you a stronger mind. I mean, it's chess in boxing. It's not checkers. That's oh, one I of like that favorite. analogy yeah. for sure. Because yeah. yeah. I think oftentimes a lot of, you know, people think, Oh my gosh, I'm going to get in this ring and, and I'm just going to get hit over and over and over. How am I going to take that? How am I going to take all that heat um, and, and be okay with it and still be on offense and, you know, all of that? How do you how do you encourage people that are a little nervous about trying this sport because of the well, possibility of getting, getting whooped? The thing is, you know, one thing a, a coach can't do is a coach can't teach heart. Mm-hmm, that's you true. can't teach a person to have a heart. Either you got it or you don't. And, and, uh, I've been able to develop some people that just didn't have it to where they're pretty mediocre and they do halfway decent. But if you're scared to get hit, you're scared to get hit. And, right. and it's, it's hard to overcome that. Mm-hmm. But I have seen it done. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I have been blessed with a talent to be able to look at a person who may be a little awkward. Uh, you know, that's never going to be your stand up boxer. And a good coach can stand back and watch them for a few hours. And then realize, okay, I can change this on this guy or this girl, and I can still make them a good athlete. Mm-hmm. Even with their awkwardness, mm-hmm. you know, I can do it. But you, as a coach, have to be willing to put that work in, and and you also have to not be scared to use your talents that God gave you to train that individual. It's, it's a 50-50 relationship. They got to trust me in that corner, and I got to trust them to do what I tell them to do in that corner. Sometimes it's not about holding that belt no. over your head. No. Sometimes it's about advancing yourself as a person and, and in life and being able to take some of those lessons um, and, and advancing uh, their coping mechanisms, right. their coping skills, right. to be able to continue getting hit and getting back up. Um, I'm, I was about to go on a Rocky Balboa rant there for just well, a little you know, bit. <laughs> there's one thing that I demand, and that's to be in shape if you're going to box. Right. I will not substitute that. 
and and some coaches will. I mean, some coaches say let them fight, and and you know, but me, you got to be what I call fighting shape, yeah. and you got to get into it. And I have the circle of death, the all army military exercises from 1988, where 10 out of 12 boxers went to the Olympic trials. Ray Mercer was one of those, and I was in that all army camp with him. Uh, unfortunately, two days before the trials, I had a wisdom teeth growing in sideways, bust through the side of my gums. And like a dummy, I tried everything in my power to hide it from the coaches. And it caught up with me. Yes. But, you know, I, I had some good times. I met some good people. I learned some very, very good. Tra- I've got to work with Roy Jones Jr.'s coach, Alt Merkson, mm-hmm. Hank Johnson, uh, the brother of Marvin Johnson, who went on to be the light heavyweight champion of the world. Kenny Adams is my family. I mean, he the best. <laughs> He's from this area. Yeah. 1988 Olympic coach, Ford Hood boxing coach. Uh, Alfonso Smith, the other Smitty. These are good coaches. So I was blessed to get that knowledge out of them, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm blessed. It, it's like God guided my steps through things. I mean, there was one time I thought I was going to die in Iraq and, and a couple of my buddies got injured bad. I got a medium. I wasn't that bad. I, and, and you know, when I came back to the States, I didn't realize I had, desert storm syndrome but i knew something was wrong you know but i've always had a strong mind and a strong body think about this you see boxing matches and even mma matches that athlete that has trained and is in shape and got gas to burn he looks like he's coasting in there that guy who's out of shape and his hands are down to his knees and he's huffing and puffing you know and letting that other guy know you can come in for the blood and kill me there's nothing i can do about it you know, them are the guys that they're not training right. They're taking a risk. You can take a hell of a lot better shot in shape in the ring than out of shape. You can run a hell of a lot farther on a racetrack in shape than out of shape. And it's like within any sport, a football player, if you don't train, you're going to get knocked hard. You've got to have that fundamental, that foundation. Got, have to have And that it. inner discipline you've got to have. So that's hard. You know, you say you got to have discipline. You got you've got to have um, that foundation. Um, you know, you have coached over fifteen hundred athletes, and you can't tell me that every one of those athletes that walks in your gym has the best attitude in the world. They don't. So how do you handle um, those oh, those negative attitudes? I like. I, I I'm a big advocate of talking. I'm, I just sit down and talk, and let's talk. What's going on in your life? I care. I'm a big advocate that I care, and I want you to know I care. You are not gym dues to me. I'm not interested in your gym dues as much as your life and how you're developing in life, how you're going to develop in life, and what's going on in your head. What are your fears? I want to know. A good coach needs to know this. He needs to find it out, and he needs to take the time, or she does. He and she, you know, we're in a world of male and female boxers now and MMA fighters. I mean, can't leave the women out because they're doing outstanding things in boxing. The only two-time Olympic gold medalist is a female in boxing, Clarissa Shields. Uh, you know, so you got you got to you got to fill them. You got to get to know them, just like they're your kid. You you got to care. And 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 I tell them all the time. 
If nobody else loves you, Jesus does and Coach Smitty does. You can carry that to the bank. (laughs) I love that. That's fantastic. Well, we're going to continue talking with Smitty, and we're going to continue talking about the the sport of boxing and obviously your Hall of Fame induction from last night. And I want to thank Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment, along with Greg and Melinda Burnett, as they support local and thoughtful radio. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. And I have Daryl Smith here, a Hall of Famer, Springfield Area Sports Hall of Fame. Smitty, congratulations again on your induction. So exciting to have you here in the studio. Um, and this segment is sponsored by Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar. Hey, they know cars, they know trucks, they know SUVs, and they know service. And they definitely know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. I've been one of them for over 25 years. Kelly Grant and Shane Rainey will take care of you. Give them a call at 417-326-7671. Also, this segment is sponsored by West Logging. Go to westlogging.com or find Danny West on Facebook. He will give you a free consultation and treat your land like his own. And we also appreciate Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance sponsoring this segment. So we've been talking about the sport of of boxing, and we've been talking a little bit about um, your path to this Hall of Fame induction and, you know, your military, your law enforcement your college degrees, um, your boxing career, all of these things have just been kind of a, a, a beautiful accumulation of, of your philosophy that you now have um, for your gym and for your youth center. Um, tell us a little bit about um, take your philosophy at Smitty's Midwest Boxing. Well, uh, my philosophy is pretty simple. If you want to be a champion in the ring, what comes along with that weight is you have to be a champion outside the ring within your community at all times as well. In order to do that, I will try to teach you Olympic style level, national level boxing in exchange for you agreeing to graduate high school, uh, be a volunteer within your community at least twice a week, uh, take public speaking whenever I teach it, and take tutoring if you fall below that level of B average. Uh, it's not a lot to ask with all the tools that kids have today with Google and Alexa and, you know, something. I, I'd have had a master's degree in high school if I had Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, you know, these things are important because uh, if you become a national champion and, and then eventually become a world champion like Arturo Moreno and a, Alicia White, Lightning, and Cyril that are both out of my gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arturo went to Central. Uh, he's done great things. Uh, She's been on the show a uh, couple of times. And, uh, and yeah. so, you know, they, they both have done good things. Uh, Luis Velasquez has done a lot of good things. Uh, and I've got, a, I got an up and coming kid now, young, one of my best fighters named Morgan Thompson. Uh, they call him Tobias. He's young, 15 year old, and he's in all kinds of sports. But this is one of those kids that a coach sees and says, this kid's got the natural talent to go all the way. Something that Jim McManus, the longest reigning boxing coach in this town, saw in me. In fact, he even told Ned Reynolds in, in the newspaper that I was the best fighter he ever trained out of his 60-plus years of training, which to me was an award right there. That was an award to me. That humbled me really quick. But I... uh you know, I, I believe we got to develop these kids in all areas of life if we're going to train them 
and basketball, football. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying there's not good coaches. There's great coaches. We've had some of the best coaches in the world, as far as I'm concerned, in baseball, basketball, football, golf, uh, around Springfield, Missouri. They they put the work in. And you you got to put the work in. That's just all there is to it. You really do. And there's a lot of challenging times right now that, that kids are going through. What do you think are some of those biggest challenges oh or some God. of those obstacles that drugs, you try to help them through? Drugs and drugs. I mean, they're offered it everywhere. The fentanyl, the meth, the, 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 the you know, a lot of people, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with medical marijuana or, or recreational marijuana. But I don't care what anybody says. There is something wrong with it when you sit around 24-7 and smoking a blunt and drinking a 40, and that's all, your, that's all your ambition is the rest of the day, every day. Then there's something wrong. And what you do is give them another option. Give, give them, them another option, option for, for a high, if you will, yeah, or a rush. Give them an option. You know, uh, we, like I said, I try not to just do boxing. I mean, we might go bowling sometimes as a team. Right. I've taken several kids fishing that never fished before in their life. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of slowed down after the pandemic and I'm trying to get back on track to that. Sure. But it, it, it's more expensive now. Everything is more expensive. Uh, I used to buy boxing equipment and it lasts six, seven years. Nowadays you buy a bag or gloves and you're lucky if it lasts one year mm-hmm. and they, and they make this stuff to break and terror so you have to come back and buy it again and and it gets more you know i take eight kids out of town to go box say in alabama and i take these kids everywhere i've been to albuquerque reno nevada florida i take these kids everywhere every time we go a great experience and memories that they're and then we find a historical place there in that city that we go to and we go visit it and you know some of these kids will never go to a place like that again in their life I know people to this day never left Springfield, went past Joplin, <laughs> you know, but you, you got to try to train them to where they're, they're comfortable enough to go outside their comfort zone and spread their wings and experience life. They deserve that. And, and it, so it can't just be about boxing. It's got to be about the, the totality of circumstances is what I used to like when I was a cop. I used to like to use that, you know. Yeah, before you pass judgment, let's 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 get it all together first. Yes, you know, yes. Before you mess Look at around, all the different angles. There's always what two yeah. sides to every coin. Before you mess around, and lock somebody up that didn't deserve to get locked mm-hmm. up. You know, right. uh, but like I said, y'all, you got to be in fighting shape. There's no substitute for road work. <laughs> There's no pill gotcha. you can take. And the, and you that know, right there, it, when you got to do the work, when they can train yeah. and they can sh- that accomplishment. If you could bottle that up, I mean, that is one of the best drugs out there. Um, yeah. It's to be able to have that accomplishment that you you were able to train your body to do something you didn't think you could to accomplish something that you didn't do the day before. Yeah. Um, that is a rush, and I, th- and I think, think that's wonderful. You give that option to these. Um, think of how these youth. kids feel. A lot. Of, I've had a lot of luck with kids winning their first bout. I've just been blessed with that i've just been lucky uh and just think how they feel when they did the work and they go out and they get that first win man that like that i'm like i can feel it i'm in the corner and i can i'm in there throwing punches with them that that's what coaching's about Mm -hmm. you know i i don't care about the other stuff i just you know i i really wish we got the kids in the gym got more coverage from the news media like on ky3 and channel 10 and 
it, they just because they don't play football or baseball or bat, they shouldn't be left out. You know, they're putting that work in. They're winning championships, and they're and they get to go places. And 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 we've had we've done good. I mean, we were ranked really high in the nation. Uh, 2017, I, I, I went out coach of the year. year. Uh, we've had kids invited to the Olympic trials out of Smitty's Midwest boxing gym. Uh, you know, we, you've had a lot of success and and a lot of that credit goes, you know, to, to the kids obviously for putting the work in, but you know, you, you give them the water and they've chosen to drink it. And I think that's what's, that was, what is such a great compliment. Um, I, and I am grateful for it. Um, you know, I, my son never, never fought, but he was able, you let him work out at your great. gym. Um, he was John so Penny great. trained him. And, he was so great. And John Penny is, uh, another one of your, um, close colleagues. And you guys have had, um, lots of, uh, lots of boxing experience yeah, yeah. together. And Hal um, Lewis is another one. Uh, yes. Hal Lewis is yes. boxing gym. You know, he, and I, we work together quite and a I bit. And I think that's, you know, I can see, you know, through, you know, Coach Penny and, and Coach Lewis and yourself, you know, the investment that you make in these kids and you give them that option. I mean, you, I just think that's incredible. So if there's someone out there that's listening that would like to help, you know, your, your, your gym is a nonprofit. And yes, so I a, think that we would be remiss if, if someone's listening and would like to support you. How can they get a hold of you? Can they find you on Facebook, website? They can find me at Smitty's Midwest Boxing Gym on Facebook, Instagram. They can also call me at 417 268 0941 or they can go to another website i have uh Gym.com. um we are a 5013c nonprofit just like any other nonprofit and it, and and i'm just trying to get people to realize that we've got to have more donations to continue to take these kids around and travel and keep them out of the streets i've put 141 42 kids in the military that weren't doing nothing over the years. Um, I don't know how many I've put back in high school, I, a lot, or I put them into the OTC GED program. Uh, but, you know, to spend all this time with these kids and develop them and do it, it takes money. I mean, I even have to keep up with the software on the laptops in the gym because right. it's, it's changing all the time. And, it, and then some tutors are not going to come in for free. Most do, but some won't. Yeah. Right. And so even if you don't want to financially contribute, you can contribute your time. You yes. can tutor yes. the tutor. students, yes. um, you know, work with them on their public speaking. And, and I think that there's a lot of opportunity to get involved. If that's something that you would like to do. I just love the opportunity um, that these youth have. And, and, you know, I think that having your military experience and, and having um, the law enforcement experience and just being able to be this traveler and this, you know, all of your boxing career, you're able to share your story with these kids and relate to them and, and be able to provide a platform for them to be successful and to feel um, accomplished and feel yes, that yes. self-esteem. That's so important for our, our youth today. Well, we always get the love from you and we get the love <laughs> from Ned and, and, and God bless Art Haynes because he always showed us yes. the love. I'm praying for him every night. Yes. Uh, you know, it's... Springfield, we're not complaining. We just want to do more, and we want to have the security to do it with these kids. That's right. all. So we don't have a choice. we got to ask for funding. That's right. Uh, you can't do anything with a nonprofit organization if it's not funded. Right. Uh, 
And you so, can see the results. You can see the I, results and, and what you do with them. And I think that's something that's really cool. Let me ask you this about the sport of boxing. Um, you know, as long as you've been associated with this sport, is there anything that you would change about the sport? Is there any kind of regulation or any kind of safety aspect that you would change about it? Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a top level USA boxing official now and I worked all the Olympic trials, uh, back in 20. Uh, I, uh, Sometimes, you know, I, I think we need to get back to just letting these kids box. You know, sometimes we make, we sit around and make too many rules. The rules, the rules are, there's so many that people get confused and sometimes things happen to where a kid doesn't get to fight or our kids fight gets stopped because of a rule and it, it wasn't fair. And, and sometimes, you know, any, it's like anything. Sometimes there's just too many chiefs and not enough Indians. And, and it gets that way. I'd, I'd like to get back to the basic of boxing like it used to be. I mean, coaches used to show up. You got a 125-pounder? Yes, I got a 125. How many fights you had? Three. Yours, two. Let's put them. That's a match. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, it's, oh, you can't let them fight if they're, if they're 24 months apart and a day. Right. It's not a match. Yeah, I fought guys in their 20s when I was 16, in their 30s. But I was that good. I mean, I, I fought, I was open division fighter and I know a lot of other guys that did like that. You know, back, back then, I, I really would like to see some of these restrictions lifted. I, I, I think we're getting a little bit too soft in our sports. We're, we're making too many rules and that's not just in boxing. We're going a little bit too far with it. I mean, accidents are going to happen in life and, you know, we got to let these kids know that. Just like you got to let them know that you're not going to win all the time. You got to learn how to lose sometime and you and lose gracefully. What's that? I don't. What was that? What's that word mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I know I'm what you kidding. mean, Jenny. Trust me. <laughs> no, it's I mean so some of these coaches we, we try to. We're not allowed. We're supposed to yeah. beep out the word lose on, they, on they, this show. They, <laughs> they try to hold the handle these young out these kids like yes, like pros. It's it's so true. It, it is so true. And and to be able to to understand how to lose and how to see it's so hard to say and how to do that and how to recover I think is really really an important coping mechanism. Yes. I, to me, it's one of the most important coping mechanisms that sports can teach you. You got you got to learn how to lose as well as win, and and you got to let them get that experience. Even if they lose, they need that experience. That's what makes them better athletes. They do. Well, speaking of athletes, um, who is your favorite professional boxer? And you can't say Ray Mercer because I know he's a friend of yours. <laughs> um, so besides Ray Mercer, besides yourself, besides John Penny, we all you know love John Penny uh, in this area. Who is your favorite professional boxer? My favorite professional boxer of all time was Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Right. He was my favorite. Why? Brett, rest in peace. Uh, he was a true champ. Uh, he was an undisputed middleweight champion in the world, which means he won all the belts. He had them all. He, he, and he fought his way up from the bottom. He didn't get a lot of breaks at first. He fought his way to the top from the bottom. Yeah. And he was a true athlete who trained hard. Yeah. And, and he set the example for the kids. He set that example for them. Yeah. No drinking, no smoking, no partying. He, he, you know, he, he had a responsibility. He did. And he yes, showed, as a role like model. I said, you got to be a champion inside the ring as well as outside the ring, and vice versa. I love that. Okay, so one of my favorites is another friend of yours, and that was that's Michael Spinks. I was lucky enough, thanks Michael. to you, to have him on my show. He was a total gentleman. 
Um, he gave me all kinds. He was very generous with his time, and I really enjoyed interviewing him. But probably my all-time favorite is um, is probably Rocky Balboa. Don't tell me that's a character in a movie. <laughs> the, I mean, that is he is amazing. The perseverance that he shows throughout his Sylvester life. Stallone did. Whether people, you know, I've heard people get mad when he was inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame, but he deserved it. What he, he did, for did sport, a lot honestly. for boxing. Yes, he brought a lot of attention to boxing. Yes. And 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 he deserved that, right? He did, <laughs> and he's a true fan. He yes, a, yes, and I am. I have tried. I am. He is my ghost guest. I'm going to yeah. get him on the show one day. He, Listen, Mister Stallone. I hope I'm, I'm going to keep sniffing him out. <laughs> We're going to get I go him to here. a lot of events. So, so you have a big event coming up in February, and um, you have you have Christy Martin coming, and and you've got a, a it's a fundraiser event. Um, tell us a little bit about that, and what's what's coming up at your gym. Well, we're going to do another fundraiser like we did last year with Larry Holmes and Ray Mercer. Michael Spinks is going to come back. Uh, we're, we're trying to get Roy Jones Jr. to come down. And Christy Martin has already RSVP'd. She's coming for sure. Uh, she was the first woman to sign a big major professional boxing contract with Don King. Uh, they called her the coal miner's daughter. She's uh, got a great book out right now. Uh where she talks about her surviving uh, domestic violence, murder, and uh, battered. Fighting for survival. Fighting for survival, yeah, that's the name. It's a good book. I've started reading it. Uh, I, I can't wait to finish it. Uh, she, I think she's going to be great to be here in Springfield. Uh, Michael Spinks, being an old pro of Springfield, to kind of help guide her along and those two are so great. I, I it's going to be great having them too. And it's a wonderful opportunity for for your students to be able to, you know, your athletes to be able to get to know some of the ones, you know, because they relate. They had stories as well. They had to make choices. They had to make choices on which drug they want. You know, yes. they wanted to, if they want the drug that is going to keep them accomplished and keep them healthy and that's going to work out and and you're going to you're going to be at the top of your game or do you want that other substance abuse that is right. not going to serve you well? And and so a lot of times they've been through whatever their story is, and your athletes have a chance to see, you know, when you make that right choice, what it can do for your life. And you know, I I tell them I'm not above other. I'm not trying to be self righteous. I I can honestly say I didn't drink or smoke or nothing when I boxed. I did not do that. But when I came back from war with the 82nd Airborne Division, I had a serious bout with Jack Daniels uh, for quite a while, and and trying to self medicate. From the PTSD, uh, overcame it, uh, got beyond it, and 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 I'm still pushing forward. I, I want people to know I've had life experiences that weren't always great myself, uh, and 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 I know what you're going through, and I'm here to help. That's all I can well, do. Thank you for your service. Um, that is something that I that we are very grateful for. Israel has a question for you again. We all know you were a great boxer, but what was your hardest challenge as a boxer? In my, your era. my hardest challenge yes. is when I got old. Because <laughs> I, I still didn't want to quit. You got to know when to quit. <laughs> That's a good question, though. You know that is yeah, that is a good. Yeah. You had a little beast in the basement. That's from Rocky Balboa, yeah. too. Yeah. So got, everybody's got a little beast in the basement. Yeah, you know, that's definitely. what keeps us going. That's what it, that's what helps us keep living. I, I hate to see boxers get old and keep going when they should retire. Right. And, and, and it's hard because you. 
You want to hear that audience. You want that energy. It's, it's like a, it's a natural high. I can't even explain. It's true. That is so true. That is so true. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And congratulations again on your Springfield Area Sports Hall of Fame induction last night. And thanks for having us on the show. And God bless you all. Thank you. Thanks. Israel, thank you for helping out tonight. Thanks for having us. I appreciate that. And we're going to move into our post-game talk, uh, sponsored by Springfield Yard Cards. And we also sponsored by Story Construction Company. They've been providing high-quality industrial and commercial construction since 1966. Go to Story, S-T-O-R-E-E dot com. Also, next week, we are going to talk to two other inductees. Brian Mahaffey and Courtney Frericks will be here. So St. Louis Cardinals physician, Dr. Brian Mahaffey, and Olympic medalist, Courtney Frericks. And so we're very excited about having them on the show next week. So now for our post-game talk. Dedicating your career and lifestyle to helping others is what my guest does and does well. His heart for kids is inspiring and appreciated. There is no telling the amount of lives that he has impacted. So your challenge for the week, if you choose to accept it, is how can you give back? How can you make an impact? It doesn't have to be on, on several people, it, but how about starting with just one? How about one person that you can invest in and that you can encourage? Let inspiration ripple. Don't just say, that is so nice what he does for those kids. It is nice. But let that be a motivator for you. Let it ripple. Find someone, see them, encourage them, and let them know that you are there for them. That's how champions do it. And I'm going to remind you, as I do each and every week, be a good human. Live your life like a champion. Live like a human champion. And again, Art Haynes, we love you. We're pulling for you. Keep fighting, my friend. This is Jenny Hopkins, and this has been A Coach's Perspective.